All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 15th of May. Let's start with the Finance Minister's second press conference in two days. Yesterday, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman announced a second set of measures, nine this time, to ease economic stress stemming from the coronavirus. Yesterday's measures were aimed at providing relief to migrant workers, farmers and street vendors. Here are some of the key ones. About 8 crore migrants who do not come under the National Food Security Act or aren't beneficiaries in the state they are stationed will be provided with 5 kilograms of grains per person and 1 kilogram of chana per family per month for two months. This will cost the central government 3,500 crore rupees. A credit facility of 5,000 crore rupees will be started for 50 lakh street vendors within a month to provide them with working capital. Concessional credit worth 2 lakh crore will be provided to 2.5 crore farmers through the Kisan credit cards. Also, the credit-linked subsidy scheme for middle-income home buyers will be extended to the 31st of March 2021 from the earlier deadline of March 2020. For the whole list of measures, do look up the story on the website bloomberquint.com. Now, the total size of the package based on yesterday's announcements will be 3.16 lakh crore rupees if investments worth 70,000 crore rupees due to the extension of the credit-linked subsidy scheme are factored in. According to CARE ratings, the measures announced so far are worth just over 16 lakh crore rupees, which means that additional measures worth 4 lakh crore rupees are expected to be announced in the days ahead based on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's promise of the 20 lakh crore relief package. There was some economic data released yesterday. While wholesale prices of food articles continued to rise in April, prices of non-food, fuel and power contracted as all economic activity barring essential goods and services stalled during the lockdown. The WPI food index rose 3.6% last month compared with an increase of 5.49% in March. In regulatory news, the SEBI has directed stock exchanges and depositories to not take any penal action against listed companies that fail to meet minimum public shareholding requirements. The move is aimed at easing compliance rules amid the disruptions caused by the coronavirus pandemic. Vijay Malia is one step closer to being forced to return to India to face charges of fraud after a London court made further UK challenges to his extradition nearly impossible. Two judges said yesterday that Malia's case raises no issues of public interest, all but ruling out an appeal to the UK Supreme Court. Now, the coronavirus has infected a total of more than 78,000 people in India and claimed the lives of 2,500. Globally, the total number of cases has crossed 4.3 million. The pandemic could in fact take away four years of growth from the global economy and push 130 million people into extreme poverty, according to a United Nations study. In fact, even in the world's largest economy, 
the number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits remained in the millions for an eighth straight week. Initial jobless claims in state programs totaled 2.98 million in the week ended May 9. That followed 3.18 million in the prior week. While filings have eased for a sixth straight week, they failed to decline as much as economists had projected, with a median estimate of 2.5 million. In international markets, US equities climbed in a volatile session. The Dow ended higher by 1.6%, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained 1.1 and 0.9% respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, two of the three early risers have begun positive. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning to all and a happy Friday. Well, this morning, we are seeing the SGX Nifty trending higher and we're likely to see some gains this Friday morning for Indian equity markets as well. With that, I once again start with key earnings that came out post-market. We have Tata Consumer Products right at the top where revenues rose 35%. There was a net loss of 76 crores against a net profit of 23 crores, but margins rose to 12.8% versus 9.8%. Now, there are a lot of factors in Tata Consumer Products earnings. So firstly, there is an exceptional loss of 223 crores in the current quarter due to an impairment of goodwill relating to the Australia business, the tea business in EUSA and COVID-19 impact. The volumes growth for this particular quarter stood at just 3%. Remember that the numbers do not include the impact of the merger with India Foods, but these numbers are also not comparable as they do include the results of the consumer products business of Tata Chemicals as well where the merger came, in, came into effect from February 10th. Uh, moving on, we have Manapuram Finance. It seems like a very strong quarter for the company considering revenues rose 40%, net interest income rose 33%, net profit rose 43.7%. More importantly, perhaps the board has approved increasing its overall borrowing limit to 30,000 crores from a current 25,000 crores. Well, we also have a company from the real estate space, India Bulls Real Estate, where revenues well, dropped 94% at just 116.3 crores. There was a net loss of 109 crores versus a net profit of 109 crores. There has been a deferred tax payment of about 143 crores as well. And one of the group's arms has recorded cancellation of multiple units in one of its projects. Cancellations have happened on account of non-payment of certain non-outstanding dues pertaining to those units. Today, we will be watching out for earnings from Sipla, from the Nifty 50, as well as Tata Chemicals. Moving on, we have Orbindo Pharma, which may be in focus considering promoter PV Reddy, his wife and three other entities have settled an alleged insider trading case with the market regulator SEBI after paying over 22 crores towards settlement charges. Unichem Laboratories has received an establishment inspection report from the United States Food and Drug Administration on May 13th for active pharmaceutical ingredients facility at Roja. And we will have a whole bunch of defense companies in the spotlight today. 
Well, for example, Hindustani Aeronautics, Bharat Dynamics, Walchand Nagar Industries, BEML, etc. As India seeks warplanes, since the 15 billion global order has stolen, this is reported by Bloomberg News. And finally, we have Avas Financiers, where the board has approved raising of 3,500 crores by debt. The earnings were quite subdued for our financiers. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. Don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.